0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Secret Keepers Club. My name is Carly Aquilino, and I am so happy that you are here. Thanks for joining us. I um, wanted to say a couple things straight off the bat, and then I have a bunch of emails that you guys sent in to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. We love to see it, love to hear from you guys. Um, First and foremost, um, I decided something, and I'm just sharing it with you guys so we can start a movement it is the summer of the girlies okay it the girls are going to girl this summer and and the boys are going to boy and the days are going to them and that's the vibe for summer 2022 if you're not on board with that then i don't know if you're a part of the damn club anymore we're going out we're shaking our ass it is springtime we're getting ready for summer if you have a boyfriend or or a girlfriend or a husband or a wife time to get a divorce. That's how serious I'm taking it. We're going to go. We're going to chill. I chilled last night. I went out to a beautiful dinner. My favorite, favorite restaurant, one of my favorite restaurants in the city called dirty French. And I had two glasses of wine there. And then I went up with shout out to Alicia. I know you're listening. Hi, girly. We went to another bar, had a couple beers. So I then had two beers and two glasses of wine. And I will say this right now. If you want to have the best night's sleep of your life, well, actually, I'm not sure if I was in a coma, but it was very relaxing. Whatever happened to me last night, it was very peaceful for me. I I may have been in a coma, but I woke up feeling very fresh. And, And that's really all you could ask for in life. You know, you take what you can get. So the girls are going to grow this summer. It is the summer of the girlies. And that's number one. Number two, quick review on the only thing that I really watched this past week, which was the Abercrombie and Fitch documentary. People kept telling me to watch it. Eh, My review is here. Here comes ready. Eh. Wasn't crazy about it. Kind of already knew all this stuff, even though it's disgusting to kind of see it all pan out. But I've said this before and I'll say it again. It just it's got to be juicy. And to me, it wasn't juicy enough. Um, we've been really spoiled with documentaries. So if there's not a huge, I mean, something crazy going on in a documentary, I'm not quite frankly impressed. So that's that. Um what else did I want to tell you guys? Nothing too crazy. Oh, just a quick, quick before we get into the other thing that I want to say. Um, next week i'm going to skip the episode because i'm going to be in la so next week is going to be maybe the first week in history that there's not going to be a secret keepers club episode and i'm so sad about it but like i said the girlie's got a girl and i'm going to be working i'm going to be busy and i am a basket case currently at this point so i don't want to add more things to bring with me and more things to worry and stress about so i'm taping my netflix um thing next week very exciting can't wait it's on Friday um, in LA so I'm a little California girl and last but not least I have to give a special shout out to a secret keeper that gave me just about th- the most luxurious and and nicest gift I've ever gotten in my life. I always for the last few years have been talking about this perfume called Joe Malone my favorite perfume it's like what I smell like all the time I repurchased it every single time. It's like my classic tried and true, been wearing it for years. And the fragrance itself is called pomegranate noir. And one of the girlies that listens to the podcast DM'd me and said, I work for Joe Malone. Can I send you a little something? And girl, when I tell you this has been, it was so, I woke up the box. I went, it was two perfumes. It was the cream. The cream is everything. It was the cream. It was the soap which I didn't even know they made bars of soap and then a whole little baggie of samples. And you guys know I love my samples. I'm a Costco girly. I grew up going to Costco. If you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. So special thank you to her over at Joe Malone. That was so, so nice of you. I, I swear, I sent a picture of it to my friend. I'm like, can you even believe this is the best I've my gosh darn life? So that's that. Those are all the things that I wanted to fill you guys in on. Other than that, nothing really crazy has been going on over here. I have just been working and twerking and, you know, giving my little kitty cats a a lot, lots of love. I really, really love those guys. So same old shit over here. Okay. Okay. Um, let's get into some of these emails you guys sent into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. Always send them in. If I don't get to it, you can resend it and we'll get to it. So this one, let's just start from the top here. This one says, picture copycat. Hi, Carly and the kitties. I need your advice. Am I a hater? I'm a photographer and I love to travel with my best friend. Every time I ask her to take a photo of me while we're on vacation, my friend wants an exact copy of my picture and pose with her. It annoys me. Am I wrong for telling her I don't want her taking the same photos as me? Just so you know, she's been doing this since high school. She thinks it's not a big deal. Am I a hater? Oh, so she thinks it's not a big deal, which means you've said something to her about it before, right? Um, yeah, I would just be like, "Girl, I'm not taking the damn picture." <laughs> if I, I don't think something like this would really bother me because it's just like, I don't know, but I, I understand why it's bothersome. You know, I get it; it's a thing, and you're doing your, you're trying to do your own thing. Um. But I don't know. I would just like guide her to maybe do different poses. If you're the one taking the picture, you kind of have all the control there. (laughs) Or you start taking really ugly pictures and then she, and then take really ugly ones of her. But I understand where you're coming from. I I could see why that would be annoying. I would just be like, girl, it's weirdo. It's weirdo. Stop being a weirdo. No, Have her listen to this episode. Other than that, I don't know what you could do if you've already said something to her about it bothering you, you know? Okay, this one says, oh God. This one says, my type is men who are three times my size and I can't get past it. I hear you. Uh, I feel like I'm dating for all the wrong reasons. I'm obsessed with this man who I've been seeing for about two months, but I don't know why I'm obsessed with him. Besides the fact that he's very sexy, a bodybuilder and someone who feels way out of my league. We don't want the same things in life and he's confusing and he isn't pursuing me the way that I think he should, but I love this man. I also realize I'm not giving fair chances to guys who don't check my visual boxes. Is that fair enough? Attraction is important, right? Or am I a superficial asshole? Also, I need advice on how to stop giving so much mental real estate to this guy. I know I need to walk away uh, because he isn't really acting the way that I want him to. I want him to want me so badly. It's embarrassing. I just need to put my foot down and dip out, but I also need to stop spending so much time thinking about it slash him. Yeah, I think we've all been here. This is a this is a, a crappy situation in life, right? Because this always happens with the guys that. Are rejecting us. That's kind of sometimes what makes us like people is the, oh, wait, why is he treating me like he's too good for me? Or why doesn't he like me? Like I have all this stuff to offer or we look so good together or he's so hot, whatever the deal is. I think we've all um, spent a little too much time in life worrying and thinking and giving energy to people that really, really don't serve it. But I will say, I don't know how old you are, but something that I wish I would have you know, stuck with in my 20s. And I, I wish I would have constantly reminded myself of this because now I'm just, I don't have the energy for it. So, it, you know, I've learned through all of that. Um, and the thing is, is like that saying, it's like how they treat you is how they feel about you. So you never have to wonder how somebody feels about you. If you're, oh, does he like me? Does he not? He hasn't texted me. I haven't heard from him. He said this really nice thing, but then he didn't follow through with it or whatever the bullshit is. uh, We've all heard it all before. There is nothing that a guy's going to say to me that I'm going to be like, wow, that's the first time I ever heard that because it's all damn bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not laughing at you. It's just so true. It's so typical It's so relatable, but the way people, the way people treat you is the way people feel about you. So you already have the answer right there. You're saying you, he doesn't treat you the way you want him to. And it's something that I would say would be to 100%, 110% girl go out on dates I don't care if it's even like, oh, I'm not even really crazy. Go out on a bunch of first dates, go on a few dates with one person, whatever the hell you want to do. You need to do something to get your mind off of this guy because you're putting so much energy into him that you're not open to anyone else that is good for you. Like, I would just be out here, like just start dating, even if it's like it is a shitty Thing I mean I hate dating but it's something we got to do right. Put yourself out there. Go out with your girlfriends too. And see what's up. But yeah, I mean it's always the guys that are sexy. What the fuck is the matter with them? Honestly. Oh, you're so sexy. Like oh cool. Like you're six. Oh cool. You're six three. Asshole. Why are they so mean? I really am about done with them. I swear to God. It's always those types of guys too, because they, uh, they're just the they're just the worst. I just hate those guys. I really, really do give me the shortest man on earth at this point. I don't care anymore. <laughs> you get to a point where you just go, you know what? He's just gotta be nice. <laughs> and that's where the fuck I'm at. He's just, he's just gotta be nice <laughs> and he has to, he can't be a bum. Is that so hard to ask? He can't, he can't, he's got to have a damn job and he has to just be nice. Nothing else matters. I get it though. They just, they get, they get a hold on you and, and it's an ego thing. I don't, I I mean, you know this better than I do, but there's been a lot of times where I'm so unbelievably attracted to somebody, so, somebody, somebody, but I hate their personality. They're not funny. They're not interesting. They, they piss me off. They're like embarrassing. And then I'm like, wait a minute. I don't love you. Huh? I don't even, first of all, don't even like you actually I think I hate you. So I definitely don't love you. You know, there's been so many guys that I'm attracted to. And I go, I don't even know him. Why did I think I loved him? The fact that I thought I loved it. The fact that the word love has never meant less like every time I've ever said it to certain guys or about them. (sighs) It's a tough world out there but you'll be fine. Put yourself out there. Go out with the girlies. It is the summer of the girlies. Why are you trying to get into a relationship anyway? Did you not hear me in the beginning of the damn episode? (laughs) Unless a guy has land and a hammer and a screw gun and a damn screwdriver, he's not the one for me, but I don't care what the hell he looks like. Okay, you guys, just a quick word from our sponsor, Secret Keepers Club. This week is brought to you by Upstart. We've all been there. You get hit with an unexpected expense or bill. When that happens, it can feel like the weight of the world is coming down and it's so normal to not know where to turn. Luckily, Upstart is here to help. Upstart powered personal loans that can help you pay high interest debt all online with an simple, easy to understand payment terms. Whether it's paying off your credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, Upstart can help you get one fixed monthly payment with a clear payoff date. Upstart knows that you're more than just a credit score, so their model considers other factors like your income and employment to follow find you a smarter rate for your loan. You can check your rate in just minutes for loans between $1,000 and $50,000 without impacting your credit score. You can even receive funds as fast as $1, business day after accepting your loan. Don't wait and check out your rate today at upstart.com slash secret keepers. That's upstart.com slash secret keepers to check your rate today. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know that I sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash secret keepers. Okay, we're going to do this next one at the end because that's a fuck, Mary kill. Um, okay. This one says ex-husband gray area. Hi, Carly and the fur babies. I'm a massage therapist and your podcast gets me through Mondays. Oh, thank you. Uh, but let me tell you, it can be damn hard to hold in my lap sometimes. So I have to play them off as coughs. Oh, so you're listening to the podcast when you're giving a massage. I didn't know that they had earbuds in. (gasps) That's very exciting. Also, where do you work? I love them. I love a massage. Um. All right. So it says, so I recently had an old work friend's husband slide into my DMs. Am I an asshole if I entertain this? Granted, I fell out of touch with both of them four plus years ago, and he is pretty hot, but I kind of feel guilty that I know him as an old work friend's husband, ex-husband. Like, sir, are you really going to slide into my DMs and ignore the fact that I was at your wedding and your baby shower? They've been divorced for a few years, and I'm not in contact with my old coworker, but we are mutuals on socials. They both live out of state, but he visits frequently to see family. Please give me the ugly truth. Thank you so much. You are a fashion icon. Oh, thank you so much, girl. So, and then she gives a fuck, Mary kill that we're going to do at the end. Okay. Do you like this guy? Like, does he do it for you? You know, I know you're attracted to him, but is he like funny? Is he interesting? Do you have a little crush on him? It depends on how you feel about him. If you don't have feelings for him, I would say just don't even entertain it. But if you feel like there could be something, I would probably talk to her prior to anything really going anywhere and just be like, hey, I just wanted to give you the heads up. Like we've been talking or whatever, or you can hang out with him one time. And then after the first time you hang out, see how you feel because preemptively to say something to her, you might just be like starting something for no reason. Cause you could go out with this guy and you could be like, Oh, he he's an asshole, you know? Um, so maybe if you want to hang out with him once you guys aren't best friends, you haven't even spoken to her. You guys don't talk. I don't see, you know, it's not the end of the world, this situation. It's not your best friend an old work friend. I mean, uh, you know, I would go for it. And then if you have feelings for him, I would just message her and be like, Hey, I hope you're doing well. I'm banging your (laughs) ex-husband. Well, I hope you're doing well because you're about to not be, (laughs) no, that is not freaking nice. And the girlies are not doing that, but I think it's a mature thing to do. You and him can have a conversation about it. I wonder there, there are a lot of different factors in this too. I wonder what it was that made them um get a divorce. I wonder a lot of different things because all of these things are they're just so it changes per situation. But if you like them, go out with them, see how you feel, talk to her about it. If you're not crazy about them, then just say, eh, whatever. You know. I probably wouldn't even entertain it if it was like, oh, I'm just kind of bored. Like if it felt felt like a boredom thing, I wouldn't even bother. Um, But yeah, if, if you got a crush on them, I would say go for it, you know? But those situations are always tricky. This next one says Dawn dish soap. Uh, hey, Carly. Love the pod and listen every week. As a guy, I have an answer for the Dawn dish soap in the shower. This is very weird, but it's the best product to wash away silicone lubricant. Love you so much. I hope you come to Atlanta soon. Okay. First of all, I was in Atlanta last fucking weekend. And where the hell were you? Okay. I was in Hot Atlanta. And thank you so much for, for this information. Okay, so it's the best, way, best product to wash away silicone lubricant. How often are you guys banging people? That means what's in the condom, right? Is that what silicone lubricant is? <laughs> I mean, hey, you learn something new every day and it makes perfect sense dawn dish soap d- gets rid of damn everything it really is amazing so thank you for the info wow silicone lubricant wow so you actually wash your pee- you 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 actually wash your wiener with that that's kind of wild to me <laughs> it's like that um you know the dawn um dish soap commercial with the little ducks and the lady's like i saved these ducks from an oil spill <laughs> I should get one of you guys on there and tell them what you're really doing, why the stock is so high for Dawn. <laughs> do you guys not worry? do men not worry about like urinary tract infections? Because to me, like I would never use anything on my private parts. Like I would never use, I-, I wouldn't even use the stuff that's marketed for your private parts. I would not ever use that because you're messing up your damn pH balance and, and you're going to get a UTI. You use natural soap or you use just water. That's what I always thought. It's a self-cleaning machine, but do you guys not worry about it? Because to really just be using the same thing on on your little mugs and your forks and your spoons, to me, that screams urinary tract. You got to be careful, okay? That's all I'm saying. All right, this next one. This says horrible date story and advice needed and an fmk to match hello carly and the fur kings i'm recently listening to uh, oh i'm sorry i am recently a new secret keeper and absolutely obsessed with listening to the potty thank you so much for a good giggle every single freaking time you rock my socks oh well thank you so much and i know you guys make fun of me for saying oh well thank you so much but i really do appreciate it let me start off by saying a hopefully quick story of the one and only dating app date i ever been on. I showed up to the date and the man lied about his height. He was shorter than me, and girl, I'm only five feet tall. Oh, wow. So we had a short king on our hands. Give him my number, honestly. But I looked past it and continued on. Before I even sat down, I apologized for being five minutes late, even though I showed up right when I wanted to because so I could walk in. And not awkwardly be waiting for him. And he would be waiting for me. Oh, smart move. But he said, oh, yeah, it looks like it took you a long time to get ready. Okay, well, that was rude. But I decided to look past that, too. He told me he was on a keto diet, so he wouldn't be drinking and then proceeded to order a cheeseburger. But again, I stayed. We then sat there for three freaking hours, barely talking and trust me, I tried to chat, but he answered with one word answers. I would also, I was also relieved when he paid the bill thinking it would be the end. He continued to sit and sit and sit. Oh God, girl, why didn't you get up? Women are so nervous about being called a bitch or like being looked at like we're bitches that we won't do things that are so absolutely damn necessary in a situation sometimes. Oh my God. Not you sitting there with this guy. Okay. Wait. So uh, hold on. Let me continue. Uh, When he got up to go to the bathroom, he said, please don't leave while I'm in there. Oh my God. Girl, I finally took matters into my own hands and asked the waiter to politely tell us that the restaurant was closing when my Dave returned. The nice waiter did just that. Oh, that was nice. Um, We left and he thought it went so well that he leaned in for a kiss. And I used the big C as an excuse to end the night um, without even the slightest fist bump. What is the big C? The big C. I used the big C as an excuse to end the night. What is the big C? Girl, I have no idea what the. I'm like, what could it possibly be? But anywho, uh, I continue to try and meet guys via the apps. And I have so many friends who are freaking married their matches, but the only damn date I get is this one. And the rest of the time I talk to a guy for three weeks with never ending what's up. Hey, every day, and no sign of actually meeting the person now, look, I think I am quite a catch. I'm funny, smart, and I have a cute little peach. Oh, well that, that really you're ticking all the boxes there, girl. Uh, I recently put a hard rule. If a guy doesn't ask me out in the first week that I'm not wasting any time and I'm moving on, is it too much to ask? to be pursued? Absolutely not. Uh, I'm not looking for a super anything super serious, but I want a mature, respectful man and, or even just a boyish man. I mean, come on, nothing I have been doing is actually working. So I guess I should start a new approach. So my question is, what do or would you say in a preliminary dating app convo to avoid the never-ending, hey, what's up, to hopefully propel the conversation to actually meeting for a drink? Would you ask the guy on a date or do you always wait for them to ask you? How are all the secret keepers doing on the dating apps? I hope I'm not the only one on this struggle bus. Sorry, this was so long, but thank you in advance. You are saving lives out here. My girly kissed you right on the lips. Um, and then she gives a fuck, marry, kill. <laughs> Um so I I will say something and I don't know if this will make you feel better or worse but everyone's going through the same damn thing. It really is crazy especially on dating apps. Um I know all of my friends are going through the same exact thing where you match with somebody, you guys are talking, they seem interested but they never actually ask you to hang out. Um and it sucks because it's like you chalk it up to just an overabundance of options, right? Um, men are really out here on dating apps thinking that that they're Hugh Hefner. Uh, they're They're out here on dating apps thinking that they're Brad Pitt because so many women reach out to them because they have to, right, on Bumble. So things slip through the cracks. I think the best thing to do is to meet up soon. So that way there's not too much back and forth and not too much of a lag. And you can still kind of keep that excitement up. So instead of you asking him out, I think a way to kind of get around it. What are you up to this week? What days are you free? Or you could just say, I'm free. You know, give him like two days. I'm free on Tuesday or on Friday or whatever. Um, Let me know if you want to hang out. I'm really, really busy otherwise. Period. And exchange phone numbers. That also, I feel like is key on dating apps, right? Exchanging phone numbers because it kind of gets you out of the app. It gets you on a different level. You could be a little funny, a little flirty. You can send each other gifts and stuff like that and just kind of text back and forth. I think that that's um, something that makes it a little bit more um, real because that's the thing is you have no, people have no accountability when they're on dating apps because they're like, I don't know this girl. I may never meet up with her. If I just ghost her, nobody's going to know because we don't have any of the same friends. We're not from the same area, whatever the deal is. So they don't have any accountability to be like, Hey, uh, like let's hang out this day and then actually follow through with it. You know? So it is hard. It's not just you. Like I said, I don't know if that's better or worse, but I think that'll give you a little bit of comfort. And I'm absolutely dying and and throwing up and crying about the fact that your one online date was this little guy. I'm dying to know what the big C is, girl. Please let us know. I I guarantee you I'm going to get so many DMs when this comes out tomorrow and just people like, girl, you don't know the big C is blah, 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 blah. We also have our buddies over at Daily Harvest. The urge to order in and skip cooking happens way too often. Thanks to Daily Harvest, my freezer is fully stocked with delicious, nutritious options that are delivered right to my door. Daily Harvest has delicious options for every meal and snacks and desserts. You guys know... I absolutely love these things. They're really good. The daily harvest meals are really good. They're really healthy. And I can't tell you how often I get home and I'm like, oh my God, I'm starving. I don't want to cook, but I don't want to wait for delivery to come. And I don't want to eat junk. These are so key to have in your freezer for those nights. And I can't even tell you, like, I mean, I eat them a lot. I eat them a lot. So avoid takeout temptation and get Daily Harvest. Go to dailyharvest.com slash secret keepers to get up to $40 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash secret keepers for up to $40 off your first box. Dailyharvest.com slash secret keepers. Uh, okay. This next one says, the craziest thing I've seen in a guy's bathroom. I'm listening to this week's pod and dying laughing about the toothbrush story. Here's mine. The first time I ever went to my boyfriend, now husband's house, I was absolutely mortified by his bathroom. First of all, I had never seen a toilet look this disgusting. Hard to describe how horrifying it was, but I remember I looked... It looked like he had gone years without ever cleaning it. Found out later that he never cleaned it. Oh, God. On top of this, I was on my period and there was no tr- trash can in the bathroom. Not me rolling my tampon up and stuffing it in my purse. Mm-hmm. I've done that before at a guy's house because they don't think it's necessary to have a bathroom uh, bathroom garbage. Oh, and of course he had no hand towels and a disgusting sink. I didn't have the courage to open the shower curtain, um, to see inside the shower slash bath, but I'm sure it would have been scary too. Oh, I'm sure the bathtub was scary to this day. He still jokes with me about how the early days of days of dating, I would never stay at his apartment because it was honestly the bathroom terrified me. Love ya. Oh my God. No, they really are out here. Just not cleaning the damn bathroom ever. Ever. I was talking about this the other day on the Patreon episode. Like, even if it is, even if a guy is clean, his bathroom is vile. Absolutely vile. Hate to see it. Um, This next one says, how do you guys let your mans get away with this betrayal? Please enlighten me. Um, hi Carly, the princes and the pod love this podcast. Please never stop. I look forward to it every week. Oh, well, thank you guys so much. I, I enjoy so much, um, sitting here and chatting with you guys every week too. Uh, this is my first time writing in and I'm a little nervous. Hope this comes out clear enough, but I'll just jump right in. So I've been working on myself the past couple of years. I've been trying to feel confident and good about myself while also trying to hold on to relationships and build new ones. I feel like I've come a long way with feeling good about myself, but I'm definitely not perfect. I've been working on my relationships with communication, but still definitely not always getting it right, right away. Lately, I've been getting this overwhelming feeling that my partner isn't being loyal towards me. He has done nothing wrong or sketchy to make me believe this. The culprit is Instagram. I can see when he likes his friends that are girls' photos. It kills me and it pisses me off every time. Why? Why do I even care about that? Like, I know it doesn't matter, but it does to me. Now, If it were some IG model or influencer or something, I really wouldn't care. I care when it's people that he actually knows in real life. My partner is a really friendly guy, but not overly friendly. And I've had overly friendly partners in the past but I don't think he crosses that line. I say this because I used to hang out with him and his friend group before we were dating and he could barely remember my name and I reintroduced myself every single time to him. He was in a long-term committed relationship then. I've seen him interact with other women before. That makes me feel good about him and other women when he's in a relationship. Yet it pisses me off. Um, when he does have girlfriends and likes their IG selfies. Like, why? I've brought up this issue to him before, and he has said that he likes to support his friends. Oh, God. Support your friend's damn business, not their selfies. You know? Other people can do that for them. Is he uh just saying that to make me feel better i feel like there's different motives for liking the photos so i'm just wondering how it is that the girlies feel comfortable with their men doing this teach me your ways i don't want to be like this and i get the urge to go check if he's liked a particular girl's ig photo it feels like a slap in my face but maybe i'm just taking it too personal i mean i know i'm hot and i'm a badass we've broken up over this issue in the past and he came back to asking me to give him another shot. Is this all my problem that I need to work through myself or do I just need to bring this up again? There's obviously more to it, but I don't want to ramble on too much. God, isn't this embarrassing? I feel so silly. I appreciate you taking the time to read this and any advice for you or any of the girlies could give. Love you all. Um, And then she gives a fuck, Mary kill that we'll get to at the end. So I, I understand where you're coming from. It definitely sucks to be in this position because it's one of these things that it isn't a big deal and it doesn't feel like a big deal, but it is a big deal to you and that should be enough. And you've expressed how it makes you feel and he doesn't do anything about it. So it's just a lot because when you tell someone that something hurts your feelings or bothers you in some way and they do nothing about it, you start, that's when the wheels start turning, right? It's not the initial um, problem. It's the, what they do about it. That kind of tells you more because it makes you a little bit paranoid. Like, Oh, well, why do you have to be, why is it so important? Is it more important than getting into a fight with me, your girlfriend? You know what I'm saying? So I get where you're coming from because I think in relationships, There are a lot of these nuanced problems that we all go through Um, and they make you feel crazy. Cause like I said, it's not like he cheated. It's not like, you know, for the most part, you trust him. You said, you know how he is, you know, because you guys were friends. So these are all good things. Um, but at the end of the day, it's something that hurts you and that should be enough for him to go. All right, well then I'll stop. You know? Um, I also think because I've been in a situation like this before, but many, many years ago, and it was with a guy that I really didn't trust. Um, my last boyfriend, I couldn't have given any less of a shit who he was liking on Instagram or what he was doing or who he was talking to, because I really did trust him. I, I didn't think he would, um, ever cross a boundary. I knew all of his friends. They were always very welcoming and, um, you know, really nice to me. So I didn't feel any type of way, but there have been times where I didn't get that response when I met the girlies where I'm like, Oh, why is she being mean to me? I swear to God, we all know the feeling where you go out, you meet this guy's friends for the first time, or you're meeting like certain people you would never met before. Oh, forget it. Because there's always one, one of the girls is always looking you up and down, right? Hey, why don't you take a picture? It'll freaking last longer. That's what you want to say to them. There's always one with the crazy eyes. And you always bring it up. I swear to God, it really is a thing. You always bring it up to the guy. Oh, who's that girl? She was giving me a dirty look. Oh yeah, her and I used to date. Mother of God. It really just is, it's the same situation. We've all been there, girl. But what I think is, Number one, look into why these, this certain person bothers you. Do they have a past together? Was she nasty to you? Whatever, figure that out. But also tell him, like, this shouldn't mean more to you than, than my, you know, sanity. And it makes you look like you won't do this little thing for me. If it's not a big deal, then just do it, you know? I don't think you're crazy at all. But situations like that always, always make you feel crazy. Um, All right. This next one says straight male bathroom habit. Hi, Carly. I found your podcast a few months ago and it's truly been a bright spot in my week. Oh, thank you. You make me laugh out loud by myself and I really love it. I came to see you and Jesse May at the Zany's show last week and it was so dang funny. Love you all to bits. Oh, well, thank you so much for coming. That was so nice. I just started listening to this week's podcast where the girl wrote in about finding dish soap in a man's shower. You asked if anyone had any gross male bathroom habits that they had discovered over the years. I dated this one guy for a couple months, and every time I went to use the bathroom, there was no toilet paper. I mean, I get it, men don't wipe after urination, but what about post defecation? I yelled at him to bring me a paper towel or something. Fuck my life, my poor vagina. And when he brought it to me, I asked him what he does after he poops. He said that every time he poops, he jumps right in the shower. Oh my God. To clean it off. He said that he uses a washcloth once he's in there. Oh girl. No, no, no. Because you know, first of all, you know, he doesn't clean the damn washcloth often. I shudder to think what that washcloth goes through. I was shocked to say the least. Uh, but this whole process was highly unnecessary. Anyway, is this normal? Maybe this is just what some men do. I have never in my life (laughs) heard of a man doing that. I have never in my life heard of a man doing that. (laughs) Oh God. Oh God. That makes me feel like his bathtub isn't sanitary. There's so many, there's so many ins and outs of that, that I hate. Uh, this one says, "Embarrassing." Hi, Carly and the gents. I'm a longtime listener, and finally decided that it's my time to shine. Yesterday was a perfect spring day, and I had a break at work, so I decided to go get myself a little treat at Starbucks. Fast forward to an hour later, I get a t- oh god, I get a text from my ex saying that his best friend no, saying that his best friend saw me <laughs> saw me eating a cake pop alone in my car in the parking lot at the Starbucks. tell me why this is so embarrassing lord only knows what my face looked like as i was (laughs) slowly enjoying this delicious sphere of cake mush on a stick while listening to sugar ray with the windows down (laughs) things that are embarrassing getting caught eating treats alone in your car when literally (laughs) anyone could see you eating anything in your car alone or in general oh my god that is so funny that's so embarrassing why is that so embarrassing i think it just is Especially because it was your ex's friend. (laughs) He's like, "Oh, how's she? How's she doing uh, after the breakup? She's good. (laughs) She's good." My friend saw her eating a cake pop in her car. (laughs) Uh, I don't know why that's so fucking funny. Oh, there's so many times where I'm like, oh my God, I hope I don't see anybody right now. If I'm like running it and I'm holding something embarrassing, like uh, if I go buy like bags of chips and stuff, I'm like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. When I was at um a couple of weeks ago, I'm in the grocery store <laughs> and me and my best friend live really close together. And we we go to the same like little market and I was in the market and my bag, like, you know, I had a big tote And my tote knocked off a bunch of stuff from the shelf. And I'm like, oh, oh, like just me, typical me, disheveled and fucking have no idea what, oh no, like (laughs) picking stuff up, trying to hang it back up, more stuff falling down. And my friend's like, girl, what are you doing? And it was my best friend. I was like, oh my God, of course. But with her, I'm never, I'm never embarrassed because we've just known each other for too long, but it is very funny. Uh, okay. So let's get into these fuck Mary kills. Number one, Olive Garden breadsticks, red lobster, cheddar bay biscuits, or cheesecake factory bread basket. You're you got to kill the cheesecake factory bre- bread basket. It is good, but it is not on the level of the, of the other two. And I'm sorry, I, I'm sorry, but I don't think anyone that's listening to this would be insane enough to not kill the cheesecake factory bread basket. Okay. Uh, and and if you would not kill that, you should seek help, honestly. So I would probably marry the Olive Garden breadsticks and fuck the Red Lobster cheddar bay biscuits because the the cheddar bay biscuits are very uh they're a lot. Okay, I don't know if we want to be eating them every day. I don't know if they would be a good partner for me in in a long term marriage in a long term relationship. You know, I think we maybe would get a little sick of each other, honestly but they're they're nice every once in a while, right? So you fuck that one and you marry the Olive Garden breadsticks because those are classy and they're salty, okay? So the next one is John Travolta edition. Grease, Saturday Night Fever, The Boy in the Plastic Bubble. I hate to say this, but unfortunately, you gotta kill the boy in the plastic bubble. I would say I would marry... Yeah. You got to marry Danny Zuko. You, you got to, well, you know, he, he wasn't very nice in the very beginning. He he was trying to be really cool in front of his friends. Um, a young John Travolta is like one of the go- most gorgeous men to ever live in my humble opinion. So this is a tough one because he was beautiful in both Greece and Saturday night Fever. but I think I'm going to have to marry Greece I'm going to have to fuck Saturday night fever and you got to, I'm sorry about the boy in the plastic bubble, but you got to do it. And the next one is a guy in tech, a guy in interior design or an OBGYN. Um, you, I want to marry a guy in tech because they're a little nerdy. They're really smart. They're, they get it. Like they're cute. Guys in tech are very cutesy to me. Like they they wear their little, they wear their little, oh, they wear their little shirts with the buttons, you know, the button down shirt and, and there's little Warby Parker's <laughs> glasses and their, and their little pants and their little shoes. And I, and I really do love that for them. So I'm going to marry a guy in tech because we love a cute nerd. I'm sorry, but that's ideal. And then are we fucking a guy in interior design? Or are we fucking an o b g y n now you gotta fuck the o b g y n and and it's not because of the reason you would think it's because the the healthcare system is not welcoming <laughs> to people uh so I want free um i want free visits. I want him to use his medical you know knowledge. And give me an ear exam and check my ankle because my ankle is still swollen. And hey, give give me a full physical. That's probably day one of freaking medical school. So you got to do that. You got to date a medical professional. Also, they're nice to have around in case of an emergency. So that's probably what I would do. And unfortunately, I'm going to have to kill the interior designer, which I don't think an interior designer would really like me, um, to begin with because they, uh, they wouldn't, I probably, I don't think that they would like the way I decorated my house because nobody does. Apparently every time I post a picture in my apartment, um, everyone is like, it is so fucking ugly. Like everything you did to your apartment is so fucking ugly. I'm like, okay, literally it's I, okay. You know? So I don't think an interior designer and I would really get along. But anywho, I love you guys. I hope you have a wonderful week. I, like I said, I'm not going to be here next week, but the week after I will be back and I'm so excited. So you can send in questions to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com and I will see you soon. Bye.